0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode, the final season two episode of Truth Talk with Wendy. Today, I have clearly saved the best for last. I have my sibling brother with me. This is Brandon Smith. If um, Some of y'all probably already know him and some of you may not. Um, But we are very, very similar and we are very, very, very close. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't just... Consider him my brother. Consider him my very, very dear friend. Mm -hmm. And um, today I wanted to talk to everybody and give you guys a chance to hear from him because he has been the one that has been my constant from the very beginning. He was the first person I ever told about what happened to me um, growing up. And he um, literally saved my life. And um, he has been through a lot and but he has walked me through a lot as well so today we're going to turn the focus on to my brother because he has a story that i think is going to be very very encouraging but is also going to be very enlightening because um, our stories are kind of intertwined and i know that the stuff that he's been through and had to deal with is what ends up getting a lot of men into trouble. And if you don't mm. handle it in a godly way, um, it can definitely lead to you doing things um, like what happened to me. And so I think it is a warning, and I think it is also just going to be a huge blessing to hear how God has used these things in his life and, um, mm. and just used it to um, strengthen him in so many different ways. So welcome to my brother.
1: Thank you. Great to You're be welcome. here.
0: i know I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I know. I wish me it was too. in person, but right. it's okay. It's okay. I'll get to see you soon enough.
1: Next best thing.
0: <sighs> I know. Technology, I'll see you, you gotta yeah, love it. I know, but I'll see you in less than three weeks or less than four weeks because uh, you have a you have a child getting married. What is that about?
1: I know, right? That's I'm nuts. still trying to figure it oh, out. Oh my
0: goodness, yeah. I yeah. I don't like it either. I'm
1: thinking he's going to take my daughter away from I me. I know.
0: I know exactly. Exactly. Actually, he's awesome. He's awesome. I love Blake. Yeah. Well, he's he will forever be Cheeky for me. Yeah. I, right. I will never. I, I don't even. I don't even really think I remember his name when I think of him. He's he's not Blake. He's Cheeky. You know. So right. be the Mister and Missus and Cheeky. Explain
1: why because yeah. his last name's Cheek.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yes. There's no weirdness to that. It was like yeah. I just could only remember Cheeky, and he just sort of became Cheeky. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so all right. Well. um, So you and I have talked about this, like, I don't even know how much so many Mm. times, but I think it would be good to start with like, Mm. uh, like I kind of, I guess the day that I realized, and you can back up from this, but I remember vividly, vividly being at church. I was at Tyler Metro and it was on a Wednesday night never forget it. And I was, you know, I think we were eating some food and I got a call from you and It, you know, of course, any excuse to see you, like, I don't care what it is, but this, this was not one of those calls. It was, you know, you were in like, you're just your voice, your tone of voice, just your whole, mm. uh, I mean, I could think about it. And it's just like, you're like, I may need to come stay with you for a little bit. And I'm like, come on. And you're like, no, 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 (laughs) that's not what I mean. And I'm like, not
1: for a party
0: yeah this is not for um yes yeah, is not like i'm wanting to come like i may have no choice i need to come stay with you and um and just explain to the viewers you know what mm. what were you what bomb were you dropping on me that day
1: well i had there had already been several other bombs that had gone off you know before i dropped that bomb on you but uh, yeah yeah basically uh got caught looking at porn, you know, um, by Kim, my wife, your Mm sister-in-law and, uh, was, uh, uh, a rough time. You know, she, she was adamant about leaving, um, indefinitely, you know, permanently. Right. Uh, and, uh, So I had no idea what was going to happen, although I think on the surface I was like, no way, I'm not letting her leave and we're going to work this out. But like in reality, it was much more like touch and go and, you know, it could have gone either way at that point. So was so, that yeah. the
0: first time, like the first time that she had caught you or was it the, like she had suspicions and then, no, oh, now she that was the knows. first
1: time she ever knew that I looked at porn. Yeah. So, okay. So she, that was, she it was her f- initial in reaction. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And we had had a fight earlier. Um, and, uh, you know, so I went to my, uh, bad place mentally and emotionally and turned to my crutch you know at the time she just didn't know how bad it was at that point right because i think if she had known how bad it was at that point it would have been over yeah um because i was addicted to it it wasn't like i i you know i just accidentally you know fell once And that was it. And she was out, you know, or whatever. No, she, she, um, um, it, it like kind of hit the fan, you know, that this is something that I really need in my life at that time. Right.
0: So in hindsight, it's good that she busted you. It was a God thing. God thing. For sure.
1: It it freaking flew, flew the, flew the blinds open and let the light in to, to the reality of the situation. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
0: That's so great. Yeah. Um, painful, but you know, however many years later, devastating in so
1: many ways, but uh, you know, like, like surgery, you know, is painful and life changing, but life saving.
0: Right. Absolutely. It, It
1: was, it was a God thing
0: yeah and and i um i i remember so clearly that night like not i i was in of course i'm in sister mode of of course yes do i need to come get you or do you are you just driving here you know like what you know that's that's a long drive from you know georgia to texas so Mm -hmm. it wasn't just like you know i could just like run and grab you and come home but i knew based on your own just how how I heard it in your voice, you know, that this was Mm -hmm. not a normal phone call. But then I also had this whole other side of me that was like, okay, this guy has been like my rock, my, you know, like he's, he is the anti (laughs) um, pervert person, right? Like he Mm -hmm. is not that person to me, you know? And, and so that part was very difficult for me to, you know, kind of process and then I was like, oh my gosh, okay, what what is Kim thinking right now? So there was part of me that was like, okay, I'll hold him down, you know, and you choke him and then we'll just like make him but think he's not, dead. But let's yeah. not
1: kill him, I need him. Right, you know? yeah,
0: I need, I still need him She's here. She's like, because,
1: no, I'm killing him. Yeah,
0: right, exactly, yeah. He's so, dead. Yeah, so there's yeah. so much that was going through my head too, but um, I just knew that, you know, this was one of those major like crisis like we like we are gushing blood we just need to wrap a tourniquet and then we can figure mm-hmm. out how to fix the wound after we stop the bleeding kind of yeah. situation so what what happened next
1: Uh she went with with the kids to her parents and you know And that um, was for how um, long Oh my gosh I don't even remember I mean it wasn't like weeks or months i mean it was you know probably a couple of days and uh you know i remember um going to dinner you know just the two of us and me just pleading with her you know i want to get help i want i don't want to struggle with this i i want to get victory over this and and so she agreed you know, if I would go to counseling with her and, you know, do some different things, you know, some, some prerequisites or, or, or whatever you want to call them, stipulations. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, list of uh, demands. Yeah. <laughs> the, the hostage list. Of, yes, uh, exactly. You know. So, um, yeah. And, uh, that put us on a journey as a, as a couple, um, you know, with her helping me and, and holding me accountable to start dealing with what I came to realize was an addiction and something that I've been dealing with one way or another since I was little.
0: Yeah. Real little. Yeah. Like, like really little. little. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how, how do you think it all got started?
1: What's interesting is it got started at our church
0: yeah that's the best place to find porn nowadays i mean
1: literally what out, in the world uh, uh finding magazines in this dump behind the church um so like, was that
0: is that where dad put his stash or like where did that come know. from do you have Who's any idea one
1: of the deacons that got you know asked to clean out his office or something oh my or whatever yeah um but crazy So, you know, and then obviously, you know, I I may have been seven or eight or something at that point. And then, you know, uh, I mean, it's not like porn was everywhere, you know, when you're seven or eight. Well, those images, I I literally to this day can, 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 if I want to Mm -hmm. pull multiple images up of that magazine that I saw at seven or eight.
0: That was literally 40 years ago.
1: 40 plus. Yeah. Yeah. I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. I'm 50 now. I know. You don't remember. But yeah. So, you know, and then obviously mom and dad got divorced when I was 11 Mm -hmm. and, uh, going to to moms and and our stepdads every other weekend and several weeks in the summer and you know over christmas and all that and um they had every you know movie channel known to man at the time you know uh and so i'm in middle school and they're just happy for me to be there with the other kids you know and uh So I would stay up all hours of the night, you know, basically every other weekend, Friday, Saturday night, when which is when all the soft porn stuff is on those channels, right? And just like soaking it in in middle school, you know. Yeah.
0: So and how like so that was when you were what a eleven, yeah, eleven or
1: thirteen, you know. Wow. Yeah.
0: So then from there because we we didn't stay for that long right that we well was that after we had moved back to yeah dallas okay all right so then it just continued all through
1: high school and yeah and college and i mean i remember you know times of going and you know sneaking buying magazines or or videos or whatever you know you know when you're addicted to that stuff you know where everything is located right and how to how to get it and and all that and so and I would say the addiction really didn't start until the internet came out yeah um so before that it was it wasn't as much an addiction as it was always kind of in the back of your mind. Oh, there's that store, you know, right. that I know where they have those <laughs> magazines or, or whatever, or, um, or maybe I was and it just wasn't as available. And so I couldn't act out, you know, and, as, and we as can talk, talk as more often. about, you know, right. the acting out process and the addiction cycle. Right. Um, because addiction is a cycle there is a cycle of addiction um, that you you are in, whether you realize it or not. But um, so the acting out part, um, it, it just prob those those were f- fewer and more far between before the internet,
0: right? And so when the
1: internet came out, it was just like became a real problem.
0: Yeah, I bet. So how did that like because you were doing you were. You know, writing songs and doing things, and you know, clearly walking with the Lord in in an aspect of your life. Right? I mean, that wasn't sure. a, a new. You know, I mean, it's not like you just got saved not many years ago. I mean, you you obviously have had an ongoing walk with the Lord. So, how mm-hmm. how did all of that affect you?
1: Oh, I mean it. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those things where. You know, you're you're doing the wrong thing, and you just feel like you can't help yourself, and you can't get out of it. And the despair that that's the whole point. <laughs> um, uh, the start of the addictive cycle is despair, and despair can be lots of different things. It's despair is not necessarily what you think of despair in the way of like discouraged or depressed or whatever. Despair can be loneliness. Despair can be boredom. Despair can be guilt. Despair can be, you know, there's so many different things that would fall under the category of despair. Right. And then there's a trigger, right? So, so you get triggered from the despair. Then there's the fantasy, right? So the trigger can be cleavage. The trigger can be, you know, a commercial. The trigger can be a magazine sitting on the rack as you go by, you know, and you're in this despair or whatever, and you have this trigger. So then there's the fantasy and then there's the acting out. Right. After the acting out. You're back to despair, despair, right? From the guilt of the acting out. And and you you have the the white knuckling, you know, uh, um, mindset of I'm not going to do this anymore and I'm going to white knuckle it until uh, I get in that despair again. And then there's a trigger and, then you know, so that was one of the things that that helped me a lot you know, was counseling getting into counseling and understanding the addictive cycle. The problem is there's I my personality in the way I think and the way I'm wired. Mm-hmm. I don't like to be controlled. Mm-hmm. Um and the things that you have to do to set yourself up for success when you are trying to not be in the addictive cycle feels like shackles Yeah, feels like like the the filters and the and the the box that you have to put yourself in and live in um maybe i'm just not disciplined enough or or something but like i've i remember talking to the lord and i'm like lord i can't i can't live like this right i don't feel free there's mm-hmm. nothing free about the way I'm living. I feel like I'm living in chains. Mm-hmm. I Yes, I get that the, the, the chains are chaining me away from the, you know, temptation danger, yeah. or the danger of this. But it's also like killing my spirit and my mm. joy and my, you know, freedom in Christ. And I'm like, There's got to be a better way than this. Right. And, and I remember when the Lord started teaching me about joy in him, teaching me about, and here's the problem. Here's the, the big problem with a lot of Christianity and a lot of churches and teaching it's, it's the, it's don't do all this stuff, right. Or, or you shouldn't desire these things and this and that. But they don't tell you what you should desire, what right. they don't replace it with. And that's why David said, restore to me the joy of my salvation. Right there. So Jesus says, if you come to me, you know, if you are thirsty for me, I will satisfy you. I'm the spring of living water and you'll never uh, thirst again. Um, what he didn't mean was you'll never be thirsty for me again, you'll never have a thirst. He he said, you'll never have need to thirst for anything else. Right. But me, I, I, I will satisfy you forever. And, and so when we just focus on what I don't, what I can't do, what I am not supposed to do, I, um, you know, what I'm not Needing to do anymore, right? It's obviously there's there's a reason for for parameters and for guidelines and for boundaries and all those things, but that can't be the if you stand around staring at the boundaries and and you're looking across oh, what you can't do over there all the time, you know, you're not living. You're just. Existing and you're, uh, it just was not for me and the kind of emotions that I have, the kind of passion that I have. Um, I needed outlets, I needed to feel and to experience, and you know, and porn does that for you, well, sure. you know, yeah, for it, it. It's literally, I've studied it and it. It literally is like a cocaine kind of experience, what it does to like the the frontal lobe of your mind and the endorphins and the stuff that it releases it's like a high right. um of what it does and so the the problem is is it's killing you and killing your relationships and um so. I needed to, I needed the Lord to show me the better way, which is the, the freedom in the joy of my salvation, the satisfaction in Christ that he is better than porn. You know what I'm saying?
0: Do you feel like those shackles for using your terms, do you feel like that? Holding back, like, is what made you pursue with such depth and passion to replace that? Is that where you started really pursuing the
1: Lord? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was the Lord pursuing me. It was the Lord showing me, okay, yeah, these things, you have a bigger problem than looking at porn. Your bigger problem is you're not looking to me, right? And and so just not looking at porn is not going to solve. I mean, there's right. there's, you know, Buddhists and Hindus and and all these people that are so you know pure in their way of living and not contaminating their minds and being at, you know peace with the earth, whatever. And and you know, so they would. You know, they're way more disciplined than most Christians and, you know, have conquered their, you know, selfish desires and, you know, all these things. But they're not walking with Christ. They're not walking in in the light. <laughs> they're in the yeah. darkness. So the point is not to just not look at porn. Right. The, the point is to be satisfied in Christ. And so the Lord is like, OK. Yeah, the triage, the, 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 <laughs> we're going to stop the bleeding and, you know, your wife now knows, and so she's going to help you and you're going to have some boundary. I needed that time. I yeah. needed the understanding, the destruction of what this is doing. Right. And obviously I knew it was wrong, but everything, you know, all the things that we say to ourselves is that it's not hurting anybody, you know, or whatever, Um, it's just between me and God and I know I'm sinning, but it's not hurting anybody else or whatever. So, except we, uh, we obviously know that that's,
0: it's not even that it was just hurting your wife and your family, but the, the poor girls that are in that industry are usually being trafficked and you know you it, got all kinds it, of issues going on it's in the all park. wrong yeah. every
1: part of it is wrong yeah
0: yeah there's <laughs> and, multiple and, people being wronged and, every time someone clicks that video
1: and, and it doesn't matter whether this is con- you know a couple that are you know married that are filming themselves the, the right. all of it is wrong right? right there's nothing godly or 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 healthy or anything in any way shape or form I'm just telling you what, you what were, yeah, you right. use to justify it, right? What, yeah, right. So, so you know. And just to, exposed, clar- just to clarify,
0: just um, to clarify, Kim finding out like there was nobody in your life that because I know, like I I didn't know. Did you have any guy friends that you had confided in, or anybody else that would you could talk to about it, or is this just you were the only person on the planet that knew that?
1: I'm pretty sure at that point I was the only person that knew that.
0: Okay. So that, yeah. that, that is like a whole nother level I think of. think my
1: accountability partners, you know, kind of things came after that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I've, I've had some on occasion, you know, through my life. That was, the kids were real little. I don't even think we had all four of the kids at that time. You know, it was, it was early 2000s. I'm pretty sure. Right. So 20, 20-ish years ago. Um, but, um, well,
0: it had to be after 2003 because we lived in Tyler and gotcha. we, we didn't move here till till a three. Gotcha. Go ahead.
1: So yeah, maybe it was 2003, 2004. Um, but, uh, so the, that, that time period of being in counseling, you know, Kim and I would do counseling together. Um, then we also went to celebrate recovery, which is a, uh, Uh, it's kind of like a Christian AA, but it's for all, you know, addiction, you know, they have drug alcohol and, and, you know, sex addiction. And what a lot of people don't know is that addiction to porn is sex addiction level one.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yes. Um, level four is violent sexual acts, you know, rape and, and things like that. So level two is, you know, I have to have, um, you know, sex all the time, you know, level three, I can't remember, but it, it does go into like, I think, you know, adultery kind of stuff and, and, uh, what what people would still consider ethical issues of of hurting people you know but not necessarily um violent criminal acts and then level four is forcing you know yourself on people violently in criminal ways so So, you're so does playing with fire you know at level one does does molestation have a level that's, that's a level for, that would be forcing yourself criminally on someone. Not so it doesn't have to
0: necessarily be violence. Like I think of violence as yeah. like with a gun or like, you know, you're met in a back alley and somebody's holding a gun to your head or something like that. But gotcha. that, that's no. not what
1: you mean. Okay. No, it would be criminal, criminal, okay. whether it is, whether it is with a, a minor, um, or, or whether it's because the person's not a minor and can't be manipulated into, you know, doing stuff with you, you have to use violence to do it. And can't protect themselves. Correct. Right. And so So rape and molestation would be the same level.
0: Okay. So just to be clear, which is partly, um, you know, why I, I wanted you to tell the story on, on this platform is because, um, So many people, you know, they're like, oh, I I just don't know why, you know, this happened, or, you know, we just never believed he would do anything like that, or whatever, you know, because whoever this person is that they're in denial about, i.e., dad, you know, they just, you know, just made this mistake. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This has been building and building and building for a very long time. You don't just wake up one day and, rape somebody in an alley or molest your child you just it just is not how that happens so there's been a deep deep double life being led for many many years and we've gotten to this place through lack of accountability and you
1: know repentance and all that so anyway okay so yeah it's it's kind of like the thing with violence right you typically don't start off by murdering someone right typically start off by hurting yourself or an animal something you know right. less significant and then it does something that you feel something when that empowered happens. or whatever and mm-hmm. and so then you know you 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 graduate or you evolve you know to needing to you know kill Yeah, a, it's not
0: it's not it doesn't generate the same level of excitement power whatever so you have to push the boundary further and then you push exactly. the boundary further. Right. Exactly.
1: And that is the same thing with sexual addiction. Right. Because and that's the same reason why porn is growing in its crazy like depravity. And that's why why you're seeing more and more crazy stuff just on network TV. And it, yeah. it is because the the, the, the boundary just keeps getting keeps pushed and pushed and pushed and we're creating a society that is addicted to sex
0: well the there's been a searing of the conscience what used to be completely banned like you you could not even have a man and a woman actor sleeping in the same bed fully clothed like that was an absolute no, and now you're hoping when you're flipping a channel at n- at seven at night, you don't accidentally run across nudity because your nine year old is on the couch. You know, right? It's it's so, and and that's is exactly right. It's just pushing of the boundary. I mean, and no we were watching a
1: show the other night, and and with with my daughters, and and with one of my daughter's boyfriends. And it didn't say anything about, you know, because it says TVMA or yes. TV14 or whatever. It said TVMA uh, language and violence. And it was a, a about uh, is like based on a real life, you know, uh, cult that we were watching it because it had spiritual and religious connotations about this cult that that got busted for something or whatever and it had been recommended to us by some of our christian friends episode one (laughs) the wife takes her clothes off and gets in the shower with the husband and like full-on breasts didn't say anything about no, it. And where nudity is, was nowhere. No, that's no because it's not considered sex, nudity. nudity. There's no,
0: it's it's not considered nudity anymore. You know I mean? It's just, I don't, I don't know what
1: a woman's breasts.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, why would that be missing then? You know what I'm saying? That's like, what that's, I was saying. I yeah. thought maybe like whoever no, rated just, no, it just missed that scene. No, there, there was nothing. Um, that was not a mistake. That was intentional. Yeah.
1: Wow. Because again, but, like
0: you said, you can recall images from seven years old. Those are things that guys can't unsee, and and of right. course it would be in the spiritual section of of the documentary because that's who the enemy's after is all all of God's children who might be interested in watching something that has the word spiritual in it. You know, yeah. it, I, it's just crazy what's going on. But so, okay, yeah. so 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 y'all are in celebrate recovery, and y'all y'all were y'all stayed in that program for a while didn't you i
1: would say probably around a year or so yeah it wasn't just like a couple weekends like y'all oh no 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 this was every week i actually ended up starting, you know doing leading some worship occasionally at it because it's like an actual like service kind of thing too they have speakers and you know and do, do some song you know worship songs and stuff too and they do like a group session and then break off into uh individual you know small groups based on your addiction and obviously if you're a male you know sex addict you know addiction uh you're not with females with sex addict you know whatever right yeah um and so um so yeah and the spouses of people that had you know addictions would meet separately you know, if they didn't have an addiction, you know, cause they encouraged spouses to come right. and support and all that. And so they had babysitting, you know, child, oh, wow. babysitting, child care, you know, for the right. kids. So our whole family would, would come and, you know, mom, obviously Kim never said, you know, we're, we're going cause your dad's a pervert and <laughs> you know, or, right. or anything like that. Um, so they had no clue what was going on, but, um, so yeah, we were there for for a good, I would say, year. So, so from
0: there, where where did this journey, where did it lead you?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's it. Was kind of towards the end of that that I just kind of felt like, like, I mean, we can't be here forever. The, there's got to be growth. There's got to be, you know, um, God. What what do you want from me? What is what is my plan your plan for me and i i don't i don't feel like i am i am growing while i'm like under all these restrictions and boundaries and and you know needing to call my friend to get you know have him log in and get the password for whatever because i need to go on this car buying app or whatever. And that's not one of the approved sites or something. And so, right. And, and while that was necessary for a while, you know, it it just, Satan was actually using it to like, you, you start like going crazy. And if the addiction is still there and you have these things, like, you become obsessed with these things. Okay, there's got to be a way around this, and you know what? I mean, you start trying to figure stuff out. And well, we saw
0: that with um, uh, Josh Duggar and how mm-hmm. he he created a whole secondary hard drive within his computer that mm. Safe Eyes or whatever that program is didn't recognize. And they found all kinds of child porn on that hard drive where it wasn't yeah. on the main hard drive, which was being tracked by his wife and whoever else. Yeah.
1: So. And, and that's, that's what the, that's what an addicted person will do. Right. Um, and obviously I, I, it, it makes me so sad that he and so many others like dad have had issues being attracted to children and, and ha- and i just praise god that has never been anything i've struggled with um and so um but but my struggle was <laughs> still not good um and so uh i just was like god sh- you are supposed to be all satisfying You know, God just started opening my eyes to, to who he is and, and what he does when you taste of him, when you eat him and drink him, like he says in John six that we have to do. And, and I just started praying, God, free me from this addiction.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, like I don't want to be a sex addict the rest of my life addicted to porn. And I, with all these restrictions and boundaries and guidelines and, and things that if I'm going to be an addict, I need, but then I just get consumed with trying to fill that addiction and I can't, or I finally figure a way through or whatever until it gets caught or whatever. And, and we're just in this never ending thing and I'm of no use to anyone. Right. (laughs) Spiritually. Right. Yeah. Uh and man, I remember exactly where I was. I, I I wish I knew the date. I don't know the date. But I remember where I was when God freed me. Like literally it was a moment. It was It was an okay. event. It it was it was okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, like literally overwhelmed Mm. with, with brokenness, with joy, with seeing Jesus more than I'd ever seen him for who he really is. Like almost not being born again, but almost but close yeah not not the new birth but all like like i was in a coma (laughs) and he woke me up yeah from the coma and amazing um i've never been the same since um and and people have asked me so you've never looked at porn since then i'm like i have I, and Satan tries to, to use it against me all, all the time, but it's different. It's, um, there's, there's a different way of living now Mm -hmm. than there was then. I don't have any restrictions on my phone or my laptop, um, or my accounts or whatever. Um, and maybe I should, maybe it's a, I don't know. It's just a principle for me. I don't know. I, I feel like, uh, it, it would be like giving in to to, uh, a lie to right. do that for me. Um, and I'm not suggesting anyone who has, has restrictions on their, you know, devices or whatever are selling out or what, no, do what you need to do and, yeah. and, and, um, but for me, Jesus continues to draw me to himself and and show me he's enough and um and when I do fall to that temptation occasionally um there's immediate recognition of of the failure and of the the Why am I, why am I diving back in this dumpster? Um, (laughs) Right. You know, the old C.S. Lewis um, analogy of, of we're, we're like uh, children content on eating mud pies in the slums (laughs) because we don't know what a holiday at the sea is like. We are far Mm. too easily pleased. It's not that our desires are too strong. It's that they're too weak. Hmm. Um, We don't really know (laughs) what is true satisfaction um, when we when we turn to those things. Um, And so the Lord is quick to to bring me back and remind me, I, I feel like I struggle like a normal man now. Right. Maybe maybe that's a way to to. I I I am no longer a sex addict, uh, praise God. I yes. I am no longer addicted to to porn or to to sexual things. Before, like triggers everywhere, right? You right. know, yeah, um, yeah. Like, you'd have to live even under if a you're rock. not looking for them. Yeah. They are there. Yes. Um, I rem- I remember I would literally go and pull a cosmopolitan magazine off of the public's, you know, magazine rack and try to, you know, see scantily clad people, you know, to try to feed that, you know, desire to see women or whatever. And, -hmm. and obviously, uh, you know, seeing people in public in the summertime in bathing suits. And I mean, it was a struggle everywhere all the time. And I don't struggle like that
0: yeah. anymore.
1: Thank God. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I can see a, a, a sister in Christ and, and see them as my sister in Christ. I can see a lost person who, who, uh, doesn't necessarily, have the modesty that I think they should have and my heart goes out for them as opposed to lusting after right. them. You know? Yeah. I'm not saying I never lust. Well, <laughs> I yeah. Never struggle with lust. Uh, I'm saying for the most part those triggers aren't there. It I have to be, you know, it, it, there's a much bigger process, you know, of struggling yeah. now or of being tempted now than it than it was before.
0: Well, and so, I think that we're always going to have that until I mean, while there's sin on the earth, I mean, we live in a fallen world, and there's there's nothing you know anybody can do about that. Obviously, plus, like you have said, and we've talked about, it is becoming so much more acceptable that it is. It, well, you can't get away. from Yeah, it, you can't. You, know, you I mean, you just you and live in the get,
1: in the world, not live as a as a as a you know Mennonite or a. Whatever. Amish. I don't know. Amish, I mean, yeah.
0: I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they do or just, you know, under a rock or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's, that's great. So, so have you felt like that your, um, struggle has, have you been able to help other guys with it? Is there, I mean, are people, once you, you know, obviously started talking about it, are there, are you seeing that other guys are willing to talk about it to you?
1: Yeah. I mean, there have been a few specific guys I've been able to walk with and encourage and, you know, help them kind of understand what's going on and the the right way to look at it from the standpoint of the of the battle and the warfare and that we're in. And, and obviously, everybody has different strategies and, and different things. Ultimately, um, calling upon the name of the Lord is the is the ultimate strategy right you know whenever tim uh, there's there's flee youthful lust there's you know resist the devil and he will flee from you yeah. there's all these things you know there's every man's battle you know of your eye bouncing your eyes you know don't you know you let your bounce bounce up you know whatever. <laughs> okay all right <laughs> And then a big pair of boobs just comes right in front of you. Okay. And you're paralyzed. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So ultimately whether it's like avoidance, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's obviously things you want to do or not do to set yourself up for success, but in our current society, yeah, it's, it's almost impossible to get away from. Right. Well, (laughs) we are, um,
0: extremely, uh, thankful that mm. you have overcome the, mm. um, the sex addiction and, um, thankful that you are willing to open up about it here. And, um, cause I know there are so many people that watch us that have been, you know, affected by people who did not stop and get help. Mm. Um, yeah. they, they made it to level three and four and, mm-hmm. um, and so, you know, and there's so much damage and, you know, and, and so thankfully that was, Um, something that you recognized and like you said, you know, the whole getting busted was God's way of rescuing you from that pit that you were Mm. in. And so, um, I know that, that if there is anybody that is listening to this or struggling and they need any kind of resources, you can definitely email us and we will get you in touch with Brandon who can get you some direction in that, because I know in just watching you, I've seen the change up close Mm. and personal. And I, and I know that you don't, you know, struggle like you did. And, um, Mm -hmm. not that, no, you know, you're still a man, but not that, um, that doesn't have that hold on you anymore. So thankful Mm. for that. But, um, we are living in
1: freedom and victory. Yeah, absolutely. Much more. Mm. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And, um, we are, um, thankful that everybody has tuned in this season and we are wrapping up here. Season two, We're going to take a little break and then we will be back for season three. And we hope you join us there on the next episode of Truth Talk with Wendy. Bye.